final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU upsetting six seed Rutgers, 69-66. BYU getting the victory, trailing by as many Kristen as 12 points in the second half. BYU rallies and really takes control of the game as that fourth quarter continued, and they get the three-point win, and now we'll advance on to the second round. Well, they made the halftime adjustments that they needed to for sure, and, and really where we saw it was points in the paint kind of evened out. Rebounds, they were 20-14 to 14 advantage in the second half alone when they were down a minus nine going into the half, and then also taking care of the basketball. We knew coming into this game that was going to be a huge key for Jeff Jetkins and his squad is to take care of the ball. In the first half, they had four assists and 12 turnovers. In the second half, 10 assists and seven turnovers. So really flipped the script and really did what they needed to to kind of take back the lead and hold on to it. BYU for the game shot 37%, 20 of 54 from three, nine of 23, 39%. Free throws, BYU, both teams shot 23 free throws. BYU very efficient, 20 of 23, 19 turnovers, 22 points off of 20 Rutgers turnovers. Rebounding 30 to 33, Rutgers with the advantage. Defensive rebounds 22-16, Rutgers with the advantage there. Offensive rebounds, BYU able to capitalize on that, 14 to 11. And look, BYU struggled in that first half to rebound the basketball. That was clearly something Coach Judkins talked to his team about because in the second half, completely different. Well, when you're not shooting a high percentage, right, at 37%, you've got to be able to create second-chance opportunities. And so they had 11 offensive rebounds in the second half. In the first half, they only had three and just were not getting it done on the boards, especially when you're not hitting shots. And in the NCAA tournament, you're playing very physical teams. You're playing teams that are working hard on the boards, maybe two, three players on Gustin, so it just took a little bit for them to adjust to that physicality. Paisley Harding, certainly the player of the game, 28 points, 8 of 17 from the floor, 4 of 9 from 3. Shaley Gonzalez with 17 points, and you had 10 points from Lauren Gustin. That was, and Tegan Graham had 9, including just a massive 3. That was essentially your scoring coming from, from really four players. Right, because in that first half, it was very lopsided, right, where BYU was just being led by Gonzalez and Harding. They had 22 of the 24 first-half points. So we knew that coming into the second half, that balance offensively had to be there. BYU was not going to win this game. We saw players, as you mentioned, like Graham and particularly Gustin, step up not only on the points, but defensively. She had some big stops in that fourth quarter. And then on the boards, finished with 11, her 15th double-double of the season. We are observing the Zoom link where the post-game press conference interviews will take place from both the winning team, that being the Cougars, the losing team, that being Rutgers. Uh, there is supposed to be, according to NCAA protocols, once the game is done, there is a 10-minute cooling-off period, and then you will have 
uh, post-game comments from both teams. Uh, so we, will, we are monitoring that, and uh, we will let you hear that when it uh, pops up on our screen. Let's go ahead and take our first uh, timeout here in our post-game coverage. 69-66, BYU with the upset. They're moving on to the second round on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Congratulations goes out to Jeff Judkins and the BYU women's basketball program advancing on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. Same thing that happened to them in 2019, advancing on. In that season, they faced Stanford in the second round. Right now, they are awaiting the winner of the third seed Arizona and 14 seed Stony Brook. Right now, it is all Wildcats. They have ended the first quarter, and it's 26-10 in favor of the U of A. Uh, other games that uh, are going on right now on the women's side of things, uh, the four-seed Indiana leading 13-seed VCU 16-11, and the 13-seed Wright State with a 20-12 lead after one quarter over four-seed Arkansas 20 to 12. On the men's side of things, let's check in on the men's side of the bracket. One final, seventh seed, Oregon. Well, they, they ended up getting a, a pass after VCU couldn't play. They got a pass to the next round and made the most of it. 95-80, they take down number two seed, Iowa. Again, 95-80 is your score. Some games coming up. I'm sure there will be a lot of uh, people uh, BYU fans paying attention to number one seed Gonzaga and eight seed Oklahoma. That game set to get underway in about 12 minutes from now. Also tonight on the men's side, you have Ohio versus Creighton and uh, the other one seed Michigan taking on LSU. You know, Kristen, as as we look over the stats, as we still have nobody uh, on the post game press conference Zoom feed as of yet. Uh, we look at the way BYU played, and Garantes, you knew for Rutgers she was going to be a handful, and she was 30 points. She was everything. She was advertised. But outside of Johnson in that first half with 10 points on 5 of 5, and then uh, Takia Mack to begin the th- the second half, BYU held everybody in check defensively, if you look at it. Yeah, they did. They executed when they need to. I think there were a few breakdowns that we saw early in that first half, but particularly in the third and the fourth frame, BYU strung together some big-time stops. This is a Rutgers team that has scored over 80 points in seven games this year. They average about 75 games or uh, points per game, shooting about 46 to 47%. So they did shoot the ball well, but BYU limited their opportunities, especially down the stretch when they needed to. That That came in crucial, and part of that is the defensive boards, right? Securing the rebound and limiting what they're doing on the offensive glass. Yeah, Gonzalez with 17 points, leading the way for BYU, 28 for Paisley Harding. And, you know, BYU's big-time players stepped up when they needed it. It was Harding, it was Gonzalez, it was Tegan Graham, who I know Coach Juggins has talked about. She's the sixth starter. You know, he essentially has a starter as your first sub off the bench. And what a luxury to have a player like Tegan Grand to be able to come in. And, you know, when you need to, when you need to make a substitution and, and Sarah Hampson was going out with some foul trouble, you have a player like Tegan Graham and, and things worked out. All right, let's head to San Marcos, Texas. Sitting at the podium now, we see Shaylee Gonzalez. Let's go ahead and listen in. Press conference. 
featuring BYU. We'll first hear from Shaley Gonzalez, followed by head coach Jeff Judkins. We're now joined by Shaley Gonzalez and we'll begin the press conference. Use your raise hand function to indicate you would like to ask a question. Just a reminder that the student athletes and coaches cannot see you. So it's important that you state your name and affiliation first. We'll open it up to questions for Shaley. First, we're gonna to go to Darnell Dixon. Hey, Shaley, tell us about the comeback there in the fourth quarter. What, what, what did you guys do to really uh, come back? For, you're down nine to start the, the fourth and down by 12 in the third. So what, what was the key to getting that comeback? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I mean, we all just came together as a team and we told each other that we're going to win this game, that we're not letting back and that we needed to fight. Um, we came together and told ourselves that we needed to pick up, pick up our defense and then um, transition into offense. You know, they weren't doing very well transitionally, so we knew that we needed to push it. Um, <clears throat> and we just told each other that we all have each other's backs. You know, if I'm not having my night, I know Paisley will step up. Paisley's not having her night, I'll step up. So we have, we're very deep and I know I can count on every single one of them. Next we'll go to Norma Gonzalez. Hey Shaylee, uh, sort of piggybacking off of Darnell, um, the part of the, what helped that comeback in the fourth quarter was that you went six of seven from the free throw line within those last 30 seconds. What do you have to say just about the way you were able to really provide for your team when they needed you most? Mm -hmm. um, it all comes with confidence. I got to that line and I told myself that I was making those shots and that those shots were big time and I needed to make all those to win the game. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I wouldn't have done it without my teammates. Paisley passed a great pass to me um, in that out of bounds play. And I just threw it up hoping it would go in, but then I got the call and stepped up and made my free throws. We'll go to Sean Walker, KSL. <laughs> Hey Paisley, was, or sorry, Shaylee, you can tell where my mind is right now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> kind of on that note, was there ever a point in this game where you kind of just stepped back and looked at Pays and, and went, okay, you go girl, like get after this today. Yeah, definitely. I was like, dang Pays, you go off girl. She was doing awesome and I'm so proud of her. So proud of her. Um, she, she really stepped it up when we needed her the most and I'm just so proud of her. It was a team effort and we got each other open and um, Tegan stepped up three pointers. Kaylee stepped up three pointers and Lowe got great rebounds. It was a team effort tonight and I'm super proud of all of them. We'll go to Jay Drew next. Hey, Shaylee, how motivated were you guys by some uh, critics saying that maybe you didn't belong in the tournament? You were the last team in. Other teams might have been more deserving. Yeah, um, I mean, that championship game with Gonzaga, um, we had that game. We knew that we won that game. Uh, the 0.6 seconds, that was just devastating for us and very frustrating, um, that game winner. But we knew coming in <clears throat> at selection day that we either um, were going to make it into the NCAA tournament or that we were going to make the NIT and we were going to win the whole NIT. Um, and so just coming into the NCAA tournament, we just wanted to prove ourselves and to everyone, to the nation, that um, that we're going to fight and not let down and that we deserve to be in the NCAA tournament. And we just showed that tonight, today. We'll go back to Darnell Dixon. <clears throat> Darnell, you're on mute. 
Sorry, I couldn't find my cursor. So, um, Shaley, what does it mean to you and your team to be able to advance in this tournament? We are just so excited and so blessed. Um, so thankful to be in the NCAA tournament and to um, be with this team. We are not letting down. We're going to go into the next game and have the attitude that we're winning and we're not letting down. And I'm super excited to play um, whoever it is on Wednesday. We'll go back to Norma Gonzalez. Shaylee, did you feel like a sense of deja vu in those <laughs> that like when it was 0.9 and then they ch changed it to like 1.6 or whatever it was? Did you kind of feel like, oh, my God, this can't happen again. We can't lose a game by a game winning shot. And just like, talk me through that. Yeah, um, I got my teammates and told them I was like, we're not having another game like Gonzaga. Like I literally thought of the Gonzaga game. I was like, there's no way we need to play defense. We're not letting them win by a game winner shot. Um, we need to focus and. Um, buckle down. Shaylee, you all were down as many as 12 and went on a 12-0 run to take the lead in the fourth. What was the difference during that stretch? Um, I mean, <clears throat> just our defense. You know, we stepped up and we told each other that we were going to pick it up and um, that we weren't going to lose that game. And it was super important for us. And um, our coaches did a very good job at coaching us and telling us what to do, setting us up. Um, coming into this game, we knew that they were going to press us hard and um, that we weren't going to let that um, affect our game. So we slowed it down. We took care of the ball and we did a great job at that. We'll go to Sean Walker. Yeah, kind of similar to that, uh, Shay. But one, once you took that lead there late, I think it was your first lead. It's definitely your first lead of the second half and, and maybe since well earlier but you guys didn't take your foot off the gas after that you it's almost like you weren't you weren't uh, uh done once you took that lead just what was kind of that mentality to sort of keep your foot on the gas and and keep going and not just be happy that hey we took the lead in the fourth quarter against a really good Rutgers team yeah um I just thought of the Gonzaga game as well you know we were up like 10 or 12 in that game and I just thought that we can't let them come back in this game. Once we're up, we got to keep pushing. Good teams don't let teams come back um, and take over. So we totally con took control of that game and I'm super proud of my team and how we handled that game. Shaylee, thank you for your time and best of luck in the next round. We'll be joined Thanks. momentarily by head coach Jeff Jenkins. Please use this time. Right, those post-game comments from Shaylee Gonzalez brought to you by America First Credit Union. It's been the courtside interview, even though it was via Zoom, brought to you by America First Credit Union, here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Let's go back to San Marcos. Head coach of the Cougars, Jeff Judkins, sitting down. Let's listen in to Jetty. From head coach Jeff Judkins, and then we'll go to questions. Coach? Okay, thank you. Well, first of all, uh, I want to congratulate Rutgers. Uh, they have a really, really good team. I think that's this is the best team we've played all year. Um, they are very well coached and very disciplined in what they do. And uh, just tonight, the ball bounced our way, especially at the end. And I think that's what basketball is so, so much about, especially in the, in the NCAA tournament. It, you know what, you can, the ball can bounce your way and make some big difference. And you probably notice in the old tournament, when the top seed, the game's close to the end, it's a lot more pressure on them, more than the, than the underdog. And I think that's what happened a little bit tonight. Go for our first question to Darnell Dixon. 
Yeah, Jeff, you, you watch Paisley play all the time, so you're probably not surprised, but she stepped up really big today. What was her mentality, do you think, coming into this game? Well, you know, she was guarding their best player, who probably is one of the top players in the country. And I think that motivated Paisley. And if you know Paisley, she's very competitive. Um, she's been waiting for this opportunity for a long time. And she's a lot quicker than she looks. You know, people don't give her enough credit for her athleticism and what she can do. And I thought today she got to the basket really good for us and caused a lot of problems. She was kind of the person that we went to when we needed a basket, when it went bad. And uh, she came through. I mean, she she's she's just aggressive, tough kid. And, you know, she got her two fouls. You know, I've done this a whole year. I, I played her with two fouls sometimes in games for this reason. So you get in the tournament, that it's not something new. But I thought she did a great job of managing that. And, uh, you know, it, I mean, Paisley, Paisley is excited to be here. She knows how hard it is to come to the NCAA tournament. And so she made the most of it. That's for sure. Go to Lindsay Schnell. Hey, Jeff, congratulations. Um, you know, there's been so much talk the last couple of years about growing parity in the women's game. Um, obviously, you guys pulled a first upset of the tournament this year. I was curious, how important has the rise of mid-majors been in that conversation about growing parity, do you think, and closing the gap between well, power? You know, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I've, I've been coaching for 20 years, and I think what you just said has, has gotten a lot better. Every year seems to be a little bit more where the women are getting more respect for the game. I, I, I'm just telling you, there's a lot of really good coaches in the women's game. And, I, and I, I was, I've been coaching the men for 10 years, and I've gone against some of the best, Rick Pitino, you know, uh, Bobby Knight, and some of these women that I've coached against are as good or better of what they prepare their team for. And it's just exciting for us to get this exposure for the women's basketball, especially to be able to play a really good team like Rutgers and be able to perform to our best is just something that um, hopefully we can use a long, long way for our program, but for a lot of programs. So um, it's getting a lot better. I think it will continue to keep better because the girls, you know, the good teams, the players don't leave and go to the WNBA. They, they stay for three or four years and that makes teams very, very good. And you can see that with the last few years. We'll go to Sean Walker of KSL. Hey, Coach, you, you, uh, you mentioned Paisley and how just absolutely nailed she was offensively, and I don't want to take anything away from that. Uh, but I thought she was really big defensively, and, and you and I both know how good she is at taking charges. It seems like she really just exploited that skill today. I think she was the one who, who got the third foul on, uh, on, on Tia and kind of forced her to the bench and that kind of thing. Just how good is she? Um, defensively and is that a skill being able to take a charge that she yes. works on and that she can practice yes. yeah I wish I could get all my players to do what she does read it and do it you know she's she's an unbelievable defensive player as well as offense and a very complete player and when she came to BYU that was something that we talked about and that I challenged her to be not just a good offensive player but be one of the best defenders and I think she, she had to prove it tonight she guarded the best player on the team probably the best player on the floor. And, you know, she didn't hold her down. She scored her points, but she had to work for him. She had to, you know, I, I kind of gave her a little scenario of my days in the NBA. And I said, I had to guard a guy like George Gervin, who you couldn't stop. And I said, 
you can't stop him, but maybe just make him work hard, make him work for every point. And I thought Paisley did a good job with that tonight. And um, I, offensively, she's a handful. If you if if you try to guard her one on one, she's gifted enough and crafty enough to get around you and be able to make those plays. But I'm happy for her because you know this season's been kind of sometimes it's been hard for her. she hasn't played as well as she wanted. So she seems to step it up. Big games, you know. But the thing was nice tonight is right at the end, every player on the floor made a play that helped the team win. Tegan hit a three-pointer. Lauren gets offensive rebounder. Shaley gets gets uh, fouled, makes foul shots. Paisley hits the three-pointer. Smither hits one. Defensively, we flecked it. I mean, just those things is what this team's all about. And, it, you know, that's what makes, as a coach, that's what makes it exciting and, and happy for you. We'll go to Norman Gonzalez, the Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Coach, I'm currently keeping an eye on the Arizona Stony Brook game. Arizona's up 38-15 with three and a half minutes left in the first half. It seems like the Wildcats are bound to move on to the second round, which means you'll have to face them. What do you know about them? Uh, what, how will you be preparing? And just sort of walk me through how you plan to take them on. Well, first of all, they have an All-American point guard that's, that creates and is a jet. And we're going to have to try to slow her down a little bit. I don't know how it'll probably be getting back and trying to build a wall and not let her penetrate. But they also have a lot of good around players that just kind of do their role, you know, and, and last year McDonald had to do a lot on her own. This year, a lot of the other players have really stepped it up. Defensively, they're, they're pressuring very similar to what Rutgers. I, I, I think they're very, they're, they're just as athletic or maybe more athletic. So It'll be a challenge, especially on with only really a day and a half to, to prepare. But they're going to have to prepare for us too. They're going to have to do some things to, to try to guard us. And this is this one makes it so exciting. I've, I've watched Arizona a lot because I'm kind of a junkie and I watch a lot of games. I, I don't know really that what they run, but I do know um, the kind of style that they play. And and you know we're looking forward to that. Go back to Lindsay Schnell of the USA Today. Hey, Jeff, I just want to follow up on what you said. I think you bring up a great point about, you know, kids staying and you have veteran leadership on teams. Do you think that it helps? You know, do you find that players aren't transferring as much at mid-major levels as we see, you know, at the power five? Like maybe a great player at a mid-major school will go up to a power five, but there's not as much back and forth around the mid-major level, if that makes sense. Well, yes, I, I'm, I'm praying with all my heart that, Shaylee Gonzalez doesn't think about going somewhere. I hope she stays here. So um, I, I think a lot of the mid-major programs have got really good coaches. And I think the coaches have a really good relationship with their players. And um, if you know anything about women's basketball, they, the, the, the chemistry and the, the, all, the, all the little things of raw, cheering together and doing everything together is a real big deal to them. And so I think a lot of the mid-majors, we do a good job with that. Plus, I think we get exposure more than we used to. I mean, we're on TV almost every home game. We get on some other games. Um, so I think it's just it, the whole program in women's basketball, to me, is, is just getting better. Now, you know, would it be nice to have some of these teams when a kid's really good player go to the WNBA the first year? Yeah, it would make it nice. But I really believe this. I believe women's basketball has gotten a lot better because – 
not so many players are jumping and going to the WNBA. They're sticking it out, getting their education and doing it. I think I think our game today, like with Rutgers, I mean, she, I don't know her name, I was 24, but she is a really, really good player. She could have left last year and played the WNBA, but she wanted to carry her team and do what she needed to do. And that's where they all are. And that's what makes it so exciting. Go to Darnell Dixon. Yeah, Jeff, when we were talking to Shaylee, she said, we asked her about the comeback in the fourth quarter. She said, we just told ourselves we weren't going to lose. How, how much do you depend on those girls to motivate themselves and dig down deep? How much do you have to tell them in, in a situation like that? Um, not too much. Kind of what Shaylee said. They, they huddled around each other and they just, you could tell, they said, hey, we're all right. Let's just, let's just cut back. I, when we were down 12, we had a, I called a timeout. And I told, the, I told the team, I said, look, we're not going to get this back in one shot. Let's see if we can cut it to seven by, by the fourth quarter. And we did that. And then I think what happened, we came in and we made some stops. And then some kids hit some big shots when they needed to. And, um, you know, as a coach, I've been around them a lot. I know when they're really focused and when they're really confident. And uh, I could just tell that tonight. I could tell in that timeout that they, they were very, very confident knowing they could come back. Coach, thank you for your time, and good luck in the next round. Hey, thank All right, that's the head coach of the victorious BYU Cougars, head coach Jeff Judkins. Those post-game comments from Coach Judkins brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up and get you ready for how about the second round for the Cougars. Probably going to face Arizona. Nothing official yet. That game's still going on, but it's certainly looking that way. We'll come back and we'll recap this one one more time and look ahead next. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU women's basketball, the first upset on the women's side of the NCAA tournament, taking down six-seed Rutgers by 369-66, led by Paisley Harding's 28 points. It's time for our new skin data discovery of the game. New skin, discover the best you. Kristen, what did you discover in this BYU <laughs> upset victory? Well, Jason, a lot of games are either won or lost. The free throw line typically holds true, and that held true in this one here today. BYU finished 20 for 23 at the free throw line. Harding and Gonzalez combined for 18 of 21, and so that really jumped out at me. They were able to knock down huge free throw shots down the stretch to hold on to their lead when they needed to, and that was the difference in the game. Well, what we do know is BYU is going to play on Wednesday. We don't officially know who it's going to be. It certainly appears, if this score holds, that it will be the third seed Arizona Wildcats. They are leading Stony Brook 46-19 to with 24 seconds to go. You don't want to count the, your chickens before they hatch, <laughs> but it certainly appears that Arizona should win this game, but we will wait to find out official word. That game will be on Wednesday. We will obviously have it for you on the new skin BYU Sports Network. And that's going to do it for our coverage. We want to thank everybody that helped make this possible. Everybody here at BYU Radio, our engineer, Barry Squires, our board operator, Liam Howard, Terry South, who handles all of our behind-the-scenes stuff. Greg Rubel has helped us out. We've had our our boss, Junior Phillips, who's helped us out. Sean Fay has helped 
us out. Sean O'Neill has helped us out. Everybody, and for the lovely Kristen Kozlowski, great job. Let's do this again Wednesday. Thank How about you. that? Yep. Let's do it again. All right, for Kristen, I'm Jason. You have been listening to BYU Women's Basketball. Cougars advancing on with the upset victory over Rutgers, 69-66. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.